Hi, and welcome to Differing Neurotypes, the show that details the ways one neurodivergent person tries to make their life a little easier in a neurotypical world while not harming their brain or their soul. I'm your host, Claire McDonough, and today we're going to talk about using reward systems. We'll discuss the ins and outs of effectively using external rewards to gain dopamine. The first thing we will be talking about is choosing what will be rewarded. Things that you naturally consistently want to do probably don't need to be rewarded, because if you are consistently willing to do them, your brain is probably naturally producing the dopamine response that is expected. However, varying types of neurodivergent brains tend to have problems with producing dopamine at the completion of a task, especially ADHD and other disorders and differences that cause executive functioning issues. Tasks that don't produce this dopamine response may need to be rewarded with an external reward. Some tasks you can choose to reward for yourself can include daily tasks, things you have to do every day, your schoolwork, short or long-term goals, chores, or something like a to-do list. The things that I consistently reward for myself are my schoolwork and I have a bingo sheet of goals for the year. I got the bingo sheet idea from TikTok and I think it's a really wonderful idea for either short or long-term goals. It is extra fun because it's a game and it can help trick your brain into wanting to complete more of those tasks. The next topic we're going to discuss is what to use for your rewards. Now, we're going to talk about three types of rewards. One is break rewards, which are typically done after a single item and involve taking a break of some sort. The second type is long-term or bigger rewards for long-term goals. And the third is small rewards. Break rewards can be any sort of activity that you do after a certain specified number of activities or assignments or chores completed. A couple good examples of these is baking, making a craft, taking a walk, or getting to play a game of some sort for a specified amount of time. Now, depending on your age, what you'll want to do for this break to motivate yourself will depend, but they overall can be a very effective reward. Long-term rewards are typically a little bit bigger and for longer-term goals or for a larger number of completed items, a complete to-do list with 20 or something items, 25 assignments that you completed, something like that. Long-term reward items can include a larger food item, such as maybe a cupcake or a class or family party, depending on your age and depending on how these systems are being implemented. Class party could be if you're like homeschooled or something. Could be getting to go someplace, a park, a field trip if you're homeschooled, or just a family field trip but overall something larger and something bigger to look forward to for that larger completion. Currently, personally, I have that bingo sheet that I talked about, 
and when I complete a row of bingo, I will get a larger reward item, such as I might get to do a field trip later on when it's safe because we're still in a pandemic, or currently the first bingo I get, I will get a full bag of Hershey's Kisses, which I'm really looking forward to, so I'm trying to get some of those goals done so I can earn that big reward. Finally, small rewards are for small everyday goals. You can use something like small candy, snacks, or little trinkets, depending on your age. I know that little erasers and things like that can be very effective for small children. They want to collect all of the possible ones they can. And honestly, that even works through middle school. My drama teacher used them. I personally get a single mini M&M or a Tic Tac something of that same size. I think jelly beans have also been used every time I complete a school assignment. So I typically collect on those at the end of the school day and I'll get three or four mini M&Ms. Now that's, that seems very small, but it's effective. It's a little thing to look forward to for a little thing completed. Now, the biggest problem with using external rewards as motivators to help us get tasks done is that if there's no accountability, these systems will not work. Creative brains especially, but all brains, are very good at making excuses and saying, well, we could wait and complete the task and then get the cookie or the treat or whatever as the reward, or we could just skip the task and we could just get the cookie and we'll still get the same dopamine response because we still got the cookie. And obviously that doesn't really help us actually complete the task and defeats the point of using that reward system. The way that I avoid getting sucked into skipping the tasks and just getting the reward is that I request that someone else help hold me accountable. I don't depend on that, but I do have someone else who is aware of the system and can check in and say, hey, did you actually earn that or did you just take it because you wanted it? Depending on your age and where you are in life, who you ask will depend, but some good people to potentially ask to help hold you accountable in your systems is a friend, appear in the same classes as you, a parent, if you're of the age where you're still living at home and that's a possibility, or you're just in contact with your parents and that's a possibility, or a mentor figure, like a teacher you really trust, or a superior in your job, something like that. I also find it helpful, personally, since I'm using this bingo sheet, I'm deciding on the rewards as I earn them because it's taking me a while to get a full bingo. So I've decided what the first reward is, but I haven't, that reward is still sitting in my garage so that I'm not, I'm aware it's there, but I'm not, it's not accessible to me without leaving my house and going into my garage, which helps to decrease temptation of just taking the reward. And so you can wait to purchase a reward or whatever, however you're doing it, but you can wait to get that reward 
even reachable until you are at least closer to the end of that bigger goal, specifically with the long-term rewards. Alright, so to recap today's episode, we have discussed using external rewards for school, chores, work tasks, and goals, using a mixture of long-term, short-term, and activity or break rewards to keep the brain engaged and still wanting those rewards, and accountability using support systems to help hold us accountable to using these systems. I think you should totally try out the systems. It may take time to find a specific system that works for you, but it is most definitely worth it. These definitely make me feel a lot more productive and a lot more happy when I complete these tasks. A friendly reminder that these are just my systems, but they might be able to help you too. Thank you for tuning in to Differing Neurotypes, Episode 4, titled Using Reward Systems. (laughs) 